Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period from September 16th through September 22nd, 2013. Vulnerability activity remained high for this period as additional information was released on several of the vulnerabilities from the Microsoft Security Bulletin release for September 2013. There are also reports of issues with the updater programs not recognizing that an update has been installed and continuing to prompt the user to install the update. Microsoft confirmed that one of the fixes broke Office 2010 Starter Edition by changing the file associations of previously created documents. A new Microsoft Internet Explorer memory operations vulnerability was identified that impacts all current versions, which allows an unauthenticated remote attacker to execute arbitrary code. Microsoft has released a security advisory with mitigations. The vulnerability is currently being exploited by providing a malicious link and persuading the user to follow the link or view a malicious website. Details are available in IntelliShield Alert 30843. Mozilla released security advisories and updated versions addressing multiple vulnerabilities in Firefox, Firefox ESR, Thunderbird, Thunderbird ESR, and SeaMonkey. The 24 security updates in Firefox correct 17 vulnerabilities in previous versions. Apple released iOS 7 for iPhones, iPads, and iPods, correcting 80 vulnerabilities. Several sites reported a 20 to 80 percent increase in network traffic levels as users downloaded the 750 megabyte upgrade for iPhones and iPods and the 950 megabyte upgrade for iPads. Cisco released two security advisories and multiple security notices last week. IntelliShield published 216 events last week, 134 new events, and 82 updated events. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, International SOS reported detecting a breach of its traveler tracking system and has notified law enforcement and clients that may have been impacted. The International SOS system works with corporate travel management companies to provide security services and lists as its customers more than 70% of the Fortune 500 companies. The information provided to companies like International SOS may include personal and contact information, travel itineraries, and medical data. While many may not be familiar with companies like International SOS, criminals are becoming increasingly skilled at identifying and breaching sites that contain large repositories of sensitive data. Once compromised, this data can be used to perform a variety of criminal activities including espionage, blackmail, ransom demands, and sale of the data in criminal forums. While this breach appears to have been identified quickly and handled effectively, it serves as a warning to companies with large repositories of sensitive data that they cannot rely on security through obscurity theories. They must assume they will be identified and targeted requiring them to provide the highest level of security to protect the sensitive data from compromise. Next, in the Trust Risk Management category, following the U.S. Navy Yard shootings in Washington, D.C., and going back to the Manning and NSA incidents, many are raising major questions about the reliability of the security clearance background checks performed by organizations. 
In review of these incidents, several factors and information have become known that were apparently not detected or reported, which might have prevented the issuing of a clearance or employment. U.S. President Barack Obama has called for a full review of the security screening process. These recent incidents and criminal investigations have highlighted several serious concerns in the number of individuals that hold government security clearances and the background checks performed in awarding those clearances and employment. The large increase in required clearances has caused the government to outsource the majority of the background checks and screenings, much like private businesses have. The trust in a third-party contractor or service to perform this function raises several questions around security practices, liability, human resources, and hiring practices. Organizations should consider reviewing their own screening practices, including the legal and HR issues, and the internal security practices to detect suspicious activity once an employee is hired. In the Identity Risk Management category, the U.S. Social Security Administration reported that criminals performing fraud and identity theft have changed tactics to transfer funds using the My Social Security web portal. The new portal allows Social Security recipients to create online accounts to track and manage their accounts, including setting up direct deposit transfers. Criminals have targeted the portal by creating fraudulent accounts to have the payments sent to the accounts they control. The Social Security Administration recommends recipients create a legitimate account and monitor the account to prevent fraud. As recommended in this case, creating legitimate accounts to prevent criminals from creating fraudulent accounts is recommended to detect and prevent identity theft and fraud. Children are often exploited because they have no financial accounts, tax records, or credit histories to monitor, cause red flags, or expose fraudulent activity until several years later when they attempt to open an account. Users should also consider account alert services for notifications of fraudulent activity and credit monitoring services that provide alerts when changes occur. Criminals are increasingly targeting government services websites, increasing the user's need for vigilance when accessing these websites as with other types of sensitive information and highly targeted websites. Next, in the Human Risk Management category, two new studies were released focusing on mobile devices and commuters in the UK as well as users of cloud services to store potentially sensitive data. The UK study found that employees commuting to and from work regularly connect to public Wi-Fi networks. Responses to the survey included 46% saying they regularly use public Wi-Fi as a primary means of Internet access, while 52% admitted they are concerned about the security of the public Wi-Fi networks. In the second survey, 41% of users responded that they regularly use unauthorized cloud services for storing files, while 87% recognized that their use was forbidden by company policies. Hopefully neither of these reports is surprising. Cisco and others have reported similar findings in the Cisco Annual Security Report and the Cisco Connected World Technology Report. But as these surveys show, Companies are still not addressing the way employees work and the blending of business and personal activity with the technologies and policies to manage the security. As Cisco reported, forbidding these activities will not likely be effective. Companies need to manage the activity with the technologies that provide employees a way to perform their mobile work in a secure environment. Finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, Brazilian President Dilma Rousseff has postponed her planned October trip to the United States in protest over leaked information suggesting that the U.S. National Security Agency 
has been spying on high-level Brazilian government communications. The leaks also suggest that the NSA may have also tapped communication of Brazil's state oil company, Petrobras. President Rousseff, who faces a tight re-election race in 2014, submitted to Brazil's Congress several proposals to curb what some perceive as excessive U.S. control over the Internet. They include expediting the construction of undersea communications cables circumventing the United States, creating and encrypted email services for citizens that would be controlled by Brasilia, requiring local service providers to use domestically made equipment, and mandating that Brazilian citizens' personal information be stored on servers located in Brazil. The strong reaction is partly due to Brazil's long-standing desire to assert greater regional leadership and broaden both economic and political independence from the United States. Given that China surpassed the United States as Brazil's largest trading partner last year, this process clearly is already underway. But recent foreign exchange volatility, brought on by uncertainty over U.S. Federal Reserve Bank intentions, may have provided an unwelcome reminder of the economy's continued interdependence. Internet technology specialists will be watching closely to see whether President Rousseff's proposals gain traction in Brazil's Congress and whether her calls for more balkanization of the Internet are taken up at the United Nations General Assembly this week. Many argue that erecting barriers through encryption and differing standards would disadvantage rapidly growing economies like Brazil's, as well as disrupt the democratizing free flow of information. Whatever happens in the next few weeks between Brazil, the U.S., and the United Nations, we are very likely witnessing only the early stages of a long and broad-reaching international conversation. In Cisco-related news, Cisco will be providing multiple presentations at the ISC Squared Security Congress 2013, held September 24th through the 27th in Chicago. Cisco is also a proud sponsor and training provider for Sector 2013 in Toronto. Cisco will be presenting the Network Threat Defense Hands-On Training Session at Sector 2013 on October 7th. The training is designed to help users learn about securely deploying net network services and detecting, classifying, and preventing threats that target a network. Additional information is available in the Cisco Security blog post titled Cisco Network Threat Defense Training at Sector 2013, located at blogs.cisco.com security. Visit the Cisco Security Engineers at these events for the latest training and information on security threats and recommendations. You can also see Cisco at Interop New York, September 30th through October 6th. Visit Interop New York and learn how to transform and create new opportunities to claim your share of the Internet of Everything economy. On Wednesday, October 2nd, join us for a keynote with Cisco Chairman and CEO John Chambers. Finally, Cisco will release the scheduled Cisco iOS Software Security Advisory bundled publication on September 25th. Additional information is available at the Cisco Security blog post titled 7-Day Forecast Bundle Up, located at blogs.cisco.com security. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.